live from the apocalypse. This is State of the Game. We State are of the game. playpen for all this hip hop shit. This is I I I am the Ernie Johnson of this operation. <laughs> um, and and my my co-host, the rambunctious Charles Barkley of Yes, that's who I was hoping for. Bringing the <laughs> and the great thing, K Diggy, we have two guests right now, mm-hmm. and they're not just any fucking guests. We're talking about <laughs> people bring it lyrically in hip hop. That's fucking cool. Um, so and we need them because we're talking about the new cop. Yeah, right. <laughs> so let me introduce these individually. Writes for me with Free Music Empire, the passionate force known as Big Flowers. Uh, thank Hello. you here. I appreciate it. Now we are talking to the other dude. We're talking about someone who's like, if he if hip hop was a underground hip hop was a Justice League, he would be the Martian Manhunter of that shit. Like just <laughs> in the fucking bones of underground. Oh, shit. This is Tokyo Cigar we're talking about. Uh, it all links back to him. Boom. Yeah. Yeah. So, what up, what up? Peace, peace, peace. How are you? Great. I'm feeling great. Thank you for being. I was listening to Mega Man Theory 3 today and just really enjoying it. Oh, Yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah. Mega Man Theory 5, yo. Mega Five. Man Theory 5. Yep. Five. Just done. The whole thing is based around me being out here in like Colorado and shit, though. Know what I mean? I mean, like, awesome. yo, best joint and stuff, though. I stepped up my rhyming, everything and shit, though. You saying, plus, big up to Ransom. Ransom changed my mm. mother. I mean, Ransom changed my life. Ransom yep. changed my life. No, he's, he's on one right now. He on one. Yep. He's Where? beautiful right now. I, yeah. I will. I am not writing about him on purpose. I'm saving it. You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I do that shit. I do that shit, man. Like but genuinely, I feel like he's, you know, a month away from blowing our minds again. You know what I mean? Yeah, I bookmarked that shit, and I'm like, I'll get him eventually. You know, uh, and that's that's kind of sometimes you got to keep it in pocket. So, but yeah, I mean, some people keep the coals hot. I remember there was this band a while ago that you know, um, the Growlers, right? They would put out an album every year. I mean, Mike nowadays, right? He puts out an album every year. But then there are people that keep the coals hotter than that. You know what I mean? There are the people right. that drop something every other month, right? Yep. And then you have cop. And then you have cop, right? <laughs> we should talk about prolificness. Me and I, I've joked about prolificness because it is such a thing now, right? Um, mm-hmm. So I was breaking down the formula of it. Like, so people will release, you know, three albums in a year, but each of them are seven songs with one interlude, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> And they're all just kind of about being awesome, right? And, and mm-hmm. you get to a point where you're like, I don't know how much I can congratulate you on, right? Because mm-hmm. ultimately that's 21 songs about you being cool, which I, people can do. Like, Right. Um, but, but there was this critical theory I heard one time regarding rap about how there's this traceable pattern with a lot of major rappers, or not major, but successful, people that run into money. At first, it's about the struggle, yep. and then it's about the come up, and then it's about the success eternally. You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> no. There was yeah. a Benny, there was a Benny quote about that. He said, "Don't just tell him you got a Bentley 
make them feel how you got it, right? You right. Got to, you yeah. gotta walk them down the journey to your Bentley. Mm -hmm. uh, and then they'll yeah. feel you as Trump triumphant as you are. Um, and yeah. coming from one of the poorest cities in America. Mm -hmm. What do you say, Sugar? No, I was about to say, like, um, that's kind of like, well, all right, y'all. I came up as a kid in the 80s and shit, though, right? And one thing I did mention shit, don't even say, I came up on like Kung Fu flicks and all that shit, though. And then, like, that whole era about the training montage and stuff, though. Yep. It's like Jackie Chan just didn't fight Thunderfoot in Drunken Mass, but he had to do the horse dance with Sam Seed first. He had to get his ass mm -hmm. kicked first. Yep. He, he had to come back and stuff, yep. though. But then when you're seeing the ending fight, it's almost like, the journey was part of it and shit, though. I mean, so yeah. given them, like, I'm saying with hip hop, with like, you know, because even with, with like jackass, like um Biggie, Biggie, like he blew up shit like Juicy and shit, though, right? right. Which is just like aspirational shit or Bez Marquis, rest in peace. You know what I'm saying with the vapors mm -hmm. and all that. I mean, yep. too. So yep. hip hop has got that sort of like ingrained in it and shit, though, because like, I think as a whole, the culture, because um I always got this joke. I say um it's funny, but. Hip hop never would have happened if niggas weren't broke. Now mm -hmm. being broke sucks, but hip hop is something that like if you weren't broke, it wouldn't have went down. This shit though, know what I mean, I mean, because like person wanted to be like a drummer, right? But then they cut the funding for music programs and schools and shit though. So he could have just been a drummer, and who knows, being who he is, he probably would have been an ill motherfucking dude though. But then you right. seen like with him having that taken away, then he got the SP and then he mastered it. He right. mastered that. People like mm -hmm. Premier, P-Rock, they're on some like, yo, I learned that from Large Professor. I learned that from, from Extra P. I gave him records for me how to filter shit. You know what I mean? Right. And like all that came from this like limitations and shit though. So that's a factor and shit though too. You know what I mean? I want yeah, from the limitations. No, and, and I, you know, to follow up on that, there was a, I have a, I had a conservative friend who knew I hated Ronald Reagan and forced me to say something nice about Ronald Reagan, right? And so I said, I said, look, without him torturing the black community, we don't get hip hop, maybe? I mean, that was crazy. In several ways, you're right. I mean, it's like when you reduce something down enough, you remove all the room for like the plight that happened within that, everything like that. Mm -hmm. But I don't know. To me, there, there's something so sanguine about being able to wrap up that plight in a very reduced way, which I think, again, you know, the subject of our conversation excels at, right? right. Um, if I may take a line from it, right? It ain't that fruity dog, it's more melancholy. You know what I mean? Just yeah. like how many words is that, right? It's like seven words, yep. right? And, and you wrap it all up, right? And re reductive statements are, they serve their purpose, you know? Cause like, you can't say that in, and non-metaphorical way in that little words, you know? I mean, you can yeah. say life sucks, but how dilapidated is that, right? right. <laughs> and Cigar, me and Biggie have a thing that we, we talk about, which is like, you know, uh, t-shirt lyricists, right? Where like mm. t-shirts with these bars on them and you wear yep. that, like that's, Ka is one of those t-shirt lyricists. There's a lot yeah. of like that, I like that. I like that. Off, off what he's talking. Yeah. yeah, where because I think like especially on um this album here, because like Kyle was always somebody to like um listen to him. It's like because he's like he's not my hero like right now. He's like you know what I mean because like, after listening to hip hop for like so long, I remember a time where like you know listening to something like Verbal Intercourse, and I'm just like yo, this rap shit is like magic. But then now it's been 
so done that like it's almost like whenever you find somebody that makes you feel like magic, that means yes. like, and kind yeah. of like yeah, because there's so much out there, and the process is elucidated to you through Instagram ads. You see cord packs yeah. being advertised. You know what I mean? The illusion is broken. So when you get someone that good, that precipitatedly good, and they're doing it themselves, damn near. Yep. It's just like, how do you how do you knock it? You know what I mean? Like, right. and like, I will say, this is not my favorite Ka album, but I think that every Ka album, the most recent Ka album, is the most important Ka album at any given time. Because that's so great. Yeah. Of how there's there's never a point where he's compromised, right? I'm I I haven't been a cop fan since the beginning, but you know, like somewhere around 2015, 2016, and it was just like, you know, ever since I've been loving it, right? And I I, I don't know if he if if the MO has always been sell the waves, right? Um, don't really do merch, don't really tour, stay in Queen or uh, Brownsville, right? And just do do me, right? Um, and that to me is like, the more I go around an artistic career, it's like the more and more that becomes paramount and to see someone embody that with such a critical eye on him because it's like the dude shoves it away, but people still look, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. yeah. When, you, yeah. when you get a yeah. reputation as a rebounder, everybody's watching you rebounds on a nightly basis, you know, right. yeah. and that's happening to him. So Kay Diggy, I want to bring you in yeah. here. Yeah, what the reason I grabbed in Tokyo Cigar and asked him immediately, he's tweeted that this game is his second favorite hip hop album of all time, below mm. only built for Cuban Links. And oh wow, got me thinking about it. And when we when he mentioned Verbal Intercourse, which is off Cuban Links, it, and he mentioned Magic, right? Cuban Links is a magical world. It is. Mm. Absolutely. It's like it, it is New York as this other world coded world that is, that is a labyrinth of beautiful colors and interesting people, right? Mm -hmm. uh, but Ka makes New York into like Tec it's it's pre-technicolor with Ka. You know what I mean? He makes mm. it look Eli. He just makes it like mm. him walking through this post-apocalyptic space with his <laughs> that's it you know yep. yeah 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 because yeah. like i think like um like because also when like, i tweeted out that like this was my favorite joint and stuff so i got into a kind of conversation with somebody who said like yen lo was your favorite joint and like i felt like that in itself showed how ill that kai is because each because like i'm not gonna fuck before this one probably Orpheus versus Cyrus was like my, you know what I'm saying, man? Because that joint, that does, like, that really, like, hit me in, like, a certain way. But yeah. Yen Lo, like, Yen Lo was, like, I was, like, I still man. say Days with, like, I still say Days with Yen Lo is my favorite car record. Yeah. Like, yeah, that, even, yeah, after, like, even after, even after a reward. That's fair. But then, like, but when I heard this one, it's, like, the listening experience that, like, I had was, like, it was on some, all right, because first, it popped up, like, out of nowhere. Then I was on some, oh, shit. So then, yeah. like, I guess like I didn't have any sort of like like you know expectations because I didn't know what the um concept would be. So I'm just like I went into it just like listening. And the thing that like kind of stuck out the most is that like, with Kyle, a lot of times just like listening to him, it's like it'll hit me, but then I'll just go back and like the hidden meaning, it's almost on some labyrinth shit, right? The hidden meaning yes. always, there'll always be that thing that like you missed, and then it's on some like, oh shit. 
But then like with this one, a lot of times like this is the one car album that listening to it, I was busting out laughing, just like just yeah. to it. First time like dude, I'm busting <laughs> out laughing, but then I'll go back and the hidden shit is still there. So it's almost yes. like his right this joint. It's like cause I'll cause um I was talking to Iceberg about it and I said like this is almost car at like his most it's almost like listening to car in the right, this may be bugged out, but this is how it's here. It's almost like car mixed with MF Zoom. Cause wow, just like listen to, and like it was like um you heard like Roaring Waters in the seashell, and it's like what, mm. what the fuck? You know what I'm saying, but like with it's like like um it was um Gang Capital and that tackle this the same punishment. That was something that I just listened to, thank mm. in. But then like with this joint, it was almost a combination of the two where the surface joints like he had lines like um knew I was black then, so at ten I had tenacity. So ten, uh-huh. and, tenacity. Yeah, he had many of those lines. Wow. And then don't go back. Brother. It was something that I still <laughs> too. So I mean, and then production. We'll talk about production separately. But, oh yeah, you know, that's but we can, yeah. We could have a fucking symposium on the <laughs> hidden meaning of the bars on this specific record, right? You could have a, a video that's like four times the original length of of um, I noticed, right? And just pick that the fuck apart. You know what I mean? Yeah. But the the one line that's got like the triple entendre of you never see him light up until you fill him in, right? The filament part of that, like oh, in, in okay. life, right? And then and then light him up. You know what I mean? And then beyond yeah, that, yeah. you don't see him have an idea until you enter, right? It's just like bro, on so many levels, and it was again like a half a second. You know what I mean? And it's just oh, like bro, just so efficient, like so efficient. Yeah. And- so, K. Diggy, yeah. tell me about your first listen to this album and how you feel it fits into what you've heard. Well, Kyle. It, it's, it's like we were talking about listening to something on multiple levels. So, mm. initially, like, and I still have no idea of the exact picture that he's painting, but what really stood out to me the first time listening to it was it was like these lines. He would have these lines. Uh, it was very similar uh, to what they were saying, like, he would have these lines that would really stand out to you. And you know, you it takes you a little second to register it. Uh, and there was one, there was at least one or two of those on every single song on this album. Yeah. So that, oh, yeah. that's yeah. what stood out to yes. me more than the meaning of what he's trying to say in the picture that he's trying to to paint, because I haven't had enough time with it, you know, so to be able to what do I- that. What I find interesting about that point is that I don't know if that picture is meant for any of us. We're not from Brownsville. This dude has concentrated his entire life, right, into this city or this village, right? And I like, we can take those, uh, for me, I've always approached his work as like, I can take his little like, you're gonna nut a reposition, right? Like I can take that line and apply it to my own life, right? Right. But, But I don't know if I'll ever understand the it, I can't remember if it's gestalt or zeitgeist, whichever fucking German word it is, but um, the, the the summative meaning of his entire body of work, right? I just don't know zeitgeist. if I could ever access it. I feel the same way about Akai. One of my favorite rappers, but it's just like, I know that it's an uncompromising view of his world. And at the end of the day, I don't speak the regional dialect. You know what I mean? It's, and see, that's yeah. what's interesting to me because for me, like I never associated Cot where he's rapping with what Cabra's rapping, Cobb was rapping about, 
I never associated it with Brownsville. I always associated it with like the state of humanity. You know what I mean? Like the world that he's living. So, and I'm not saying right. I'm not saying that you can't like that. He's not rapping about that, right? Because right. he is. But it's ju- but it's his specific flavor. You know what I mean? Yeah. Because human 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 depravity, uh, um, just suffering everything. It's it's universal. You know what I mean? And I mean right. obviously, right? Yeah. Like Brownsville mm-hmm. suffering is nothing on you know Kabul suffering as we've been seeing in the last like three four days. But it's like he's not going to go and make a comment on that. He's going to talk about what's around him. And I mean, you're not going to hear him talk about the street names because he he's I, I just think he's more creative than that. You know what I mean? Real. That's real. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Uh, it, I, so, Tokyo, I, w- I wanted to run by you. I think uh, this is an interesting album because he does it's not direct, right? It's not a direct samurai meets my experiences. Yeah. It's not direct like that, but mm. I think what this album means, and this is what it is, what it means, yeah, is. It's Ka saying, you'll never live through what I lived through, and I don't want you to. That's okay. I got you. That's wisdom. You know what that. I mean? I'm going to take right. it. You don't need to empathize. Take it on the chin. You don't need to, to like make me feel better. I've Just I've learn from it, right? I thought we No, but um, one thing that like, I'd like to add to that, though, is just like... um. I think like with this one album and stuff though, like the theme, the overall theme and stuff though, cause like, you're definitely right that it wasn't direct, like, you know, Honor Kill, the Samurai or like the mm-hmm. Orpheus thing. So you couldn't tie one thing or even the chest thing with like Knights, right. with the Night right. Action, right? But I think that the yeah. one theme with this album, I think it's like in a weird way, cause it's kind of, um, cause it's still dark and dreary, but at the same time, it's kind of celebratory though. Cause like yes. I think that like, because even with the title and shit, though, I think like the one. Thing oh, I was just about to say. Like, I got right. I think with the last track too, having have nothing, nothing. and like with this joint, it's almost like yeah, okay, I'm post traumatic. I've been through wars. I've been through all this, and everything sucked. But because of that, whenever things fall apart, I'm not gonna fold. Because because mm. the shit that I've been through already, yep. like this shit, this is little shit now. You know what I'm saying? Because yep. and then it's almost like. He takes every horrible thing that happened to him and almost, in a way, turns it into body armor and shit, though. And, like, it's almost like, okay, look, I'm from Brownsville. It sucks. It's horrible. But because of that, mm-hmm. this is not going to break me. Like, you know, because like, we live in the world, too. I think it's bad. Let's see. Um, as time goes yeah, the on, idea... like, find it hard to cope. Okay. But then, when you've been through shit, it's almost like, okay, it still sucks. But I've been through that, though. You know what I'm saying? So, right. And I think. This album kind of sums that up and shit, though. I mean, Bro, just the, the idea I... you—the idea you brought up of body armor, right? Using his uh, experience as like certain plates of armor. I look back at like the Orpheus record, the De- the Yenlo record, On and Killed the Samurai. Bro, these are records that are like uh, there's a film of aesthetic around it, right? Mm-hmm. And I think that that might, th- to me, that's more like the body armor, right? This one kind of feels like he's taking it off. You know what I mean? You're you're getting you're, you're disposing of the metaphor, the, or the the universal metaphor, right? And and that that's the thing that makes it kind of like 
like for me, I always found it curious that anime was so huge in, you know, urban culture, right? But it, it, it's this idea of an, a metaphor, like a deep enriched metaphor that you can deliver real problems through, right? Real situations. And that's what he was doing post grief pedigree, almost exclusively. Right. Yeah. Totally. Yeah, and, and this say, is and would, this kind of feels like him being human again. My fault. That was the last point. Just him being like you know, just himself, and I'm okay with that. You know. Yeah, and yeah. I, I, I do think like one of the themes also is age, because uh, he had yeah. a. Uh, I yeah. know that he had a lyric in one of the songs where he talked about now there's snow in my beard. Yeah, so yeah. I think for me yeah. this album, you know, he's he's moving into a phase of where he's an older man now. And as an older man, you look back at your life and what you try to do is you try to give that wisdom to, pe to younger people to help them avoid the mistakes that you made. Yes. Uh, and so I think that's the phase of his career that he's now moving into where he's like, okay, yeah. this is what I've, I've dedicated my life to. And like you, if you notice the last uh, three lines of the whole album, one man goes, destroy all lines. That's what I'm doing. Man two, how long do you think that think you'll do it for? And the it's first like, man goes, till I'm finished. I'm finished, so yeah. I, yeah. I, I think that that was a yeah. statement about where he's at now. Like, you know, I'm an old man. I don't have that much time left. So I'm going to give you what I have until I'm done. Mm -hmm. Yeah, we're and I mean it still ties very hard back into like the the metaphors that he was using. You know what I mean? Um, like yeah. the Greek or Roman, I'm I believe it's Greek um, metaphor. Age and wisdom were so paramount in that culture, right? Uh, Japanese culture, right? You know, like yep, the, yep. the the grandmaster, the set the third, and it's like assuming that role, right? And I and I love that. And I mean, maybe it's not assuming that role. But understanding that regardless of if he, if he wants to or not, like it's the Dark Knight syndrome. You know what I mean? He, he, right. He's made he's made his sacrifice. And then there was another song. Uh, I think it was Subtle, where he's talking about how he chose anonymity. Favorite um, record, favorite track on the record, by, by the way. So that, this was, that's, you know, yeah. that's that's the connection between the two. Like this, this is what he's chosen and he's passed. And he mm. sacrificed a lot of things, like he sacrificed business opportunities, fame or whatnot. But this is the path that he's taken and he's owning. Now he's comfortable with the decision that he made. Right. Yeah, and yeah, to me, but... that could be, I mean, I, I look at grief pedigree as always being this like kind relative to cause discography. It's so jubilant. It's this very like triumphant entrance onto the stage. Yeah. And um, since then, it's been very dark. And I think subtle itself is one of the most stark oppositions to that sound. It's so happy. It's like just sonically beat wise, you know what I mean? Yeah. It's so, it's this cacophony of like, you know, horns and everything. And it just makes you feel like you marching through it with him. You know what I mean? But, not, but on like a victory lap. But yeah, yeah. I think yeah. the important part about it is that it's not the last track. No. It's no. back to it. You know what I mean? Yep. Yeah. So, Big Flowers, I wanted to pitch you uh, a, a theory I have on how the sonics link with the words, right? And with the delivery. Mm. So, I have this theory on the album that it is, that it, the way it moves is uh, breathe in, hold your breath until you're worried, breathe out. 
There's a three. Mm. Right? Mm. So take, take the first three tracks, right? Everybody up, right? That's the breathe in, right? This is what yeah. caused Then you go to I Need All That, which is very tense. There's like yeah. sounds. It's, it, it's very tense. And then Peace, Peace, Peace is has these kind of gospel elements of the, the singers in the background. And there's like a, there's like a gentility and release. Hold on. If that's, if that's the framework you're setting, I'm pretty sure that if I were to classify subtle, it would be an exasperation, right? Uh, an exhale. And I believe it is track nine. I'm not, I don't have it pulled up it in is, front of me. It is track nine. So yeah. that follows your framework, my dude. You know what I mean? Like, and well, then it, I know, I noticed it sticks, correct? Yep. Yep. Damn, that's cool. And so that they like you you see these like I notice is one of the tension ones, right? I notice yeah. it's, it's yeah. groaning sample, it's it's creepy, there's quotable, mm. uh, you know, but then you get these songs, man, that are just like Bro, just, the track with Navy, the track yeah. with Navy, it's yeah. just this I mean, I don't know if you could get Navy to sound aggressive. You know what I mean? Like mm -hmm. I just like there's nothing about Sage's voice that sound that could convince me that he's that assuming, you know. And I'm not saying that he's not militant or advocate or whatever. I'm just saying like he's got like a butter ass voice, and I just like, bro, like as far as I'm concerned, like they are my favorite combo. Like, and this is the second or third iteration of it, and it's just like every single time, it's so brilliant. I think it's one of Navy's best verses. I, I was just about to say, PWH is another release point. It, it's that organ. It, mm. It's the gospel feel. It is that mm. spiritual, soulful. Yeah. He's taking you somewhere. Yeah. And yeah. Now, now, um, now um, just to like um, go, because well, what you said too about the spiritual joint, though, that is a point, because that's mm. why this, like, I appreciate like, um, Certain points and stuff, though, I feel this album has got almost like a psychedelic feel. Cause like one of like yeah. three tracks, one of my favorite moments, moments was just like listening to it, right? And um, he had that one part, like um, like um, if we agree that I tell you a piece, you know you're safe, yeah. You're yes, safe. yes. That joint, I remember that joint just came on, and I got the fucking chills. I was like, yeah. yeah. Oh, it's like, yeah. this, and like no, I I was getting some like full body reactive. Type stuff, and that's not an every music experience thing for me, bro. Right. That's not. Yeah, yeah, because he just like you just heard the um organ, and then he just starts singing. It was almost like um, yep. it was almost I, like you know what I mean, like um, like being at church or something and shit, though, right? You know what I'm saying like a mass yep. where they got the organ, yep. everyone yep. things, and it just gives you the like that sort of feeling, this shit, though, right? But then like he had the lines and shit, though, with everything too. Like he's just like it's like. The album just had like at certain points, it's just like um well also what you said too about um like peace, 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 what I pray yeah. for. Yeah. That actually I mean, of, like, the fact that it could have been on like um ATL years by outcast and shit though, right? Yeah, that that kind of feel to it and shit though, right? You know what I mean, mm -hmm. and then you have yeah. all these joints, but then you still had the gutter grimy because like yo, I know this, I know this reminds me of Portisette. I was listening to that shit and it reminded me of the first time I heard dummy. Like you know, what I mean? yo. Yeah. Word, know what I mean, that's sort of creeping. Just also like, what, what? The? But then there's so much yeah. tension in that beat and anything too. Know what I mean, and Kai yeah. just, yeah, yo, word. Know what I mean, word. Know what I mean, Kai crazy on this joint. This shit, though. Know what I, mean? Bruh, I genuinely, 
Yeah, no, I, I feel what you're saying, bro. And like yeah. genuinely, to, so like Dan was talking about uh, the the gospel, soul, mm -hmm. spiritful. You're talking about um, give you the chills, like, you know, and I think you mentioned church, you know what I mean? Yep. And like, bro, be it religious or not, this is a testament to his faith in himself. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's I like mean, the faith yeah. in, yeah. Take it, K. Because I'm yeah, gonna say the way I interpret yeah. it is a martyr's reward. Like a mar, I think of it martyr. Like the reason a martyr sacrifices his life on on Earth is because he knows after Earth, uh, there's going to be a greater reward. So I interpret it like the first half of the album was, you know, his existence, and then once we get to track eight, we live in slash martyr. That's when mm. he decided to sacrifice himself. And then, you know, nine through 13 is, you know, his reward. Like he's in heaven and he's able to look down. Wow. I got to do another listen with that framework it. in mind because oh, really, damn, that's dope. cool. Be, like, because honestly, that's that dope. does. So the, the, the thing that I'm interested in is like how much he talks about his reward, right? What, like, because to me, I'd argue that Ka is not coming from an egocentric place. Um, I'd argue that Ka is a family man, and beyond that, Ka is a community man. You know what I mean? Um, like, he, he never really left his block. You know what I mean? Yeah. And so it's just like, I'd argue that the reward is, again, what we mentioned earlier, the wisdom. You know, what he's leaving. What, what he went through, the, the trials of martyrdom, brought him this wisdom. And I mean... That might be the only thing guaranteed that you can, I mean, cause it's like, at me not being a religious person, I don't know. And I can't believe that there's something beyond, right? But okay. I, I know that this world exists and I know I have consequences in this world. And if yeah. I can tailor that to make sure that I leave a, just something beyond me that's, at very least benign, right? Hopefully benevolent, right? Yeah. And I think that that might, to me, that's what I took. But I also, I, 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 again, I'm not a very religious person. And I don't mean to like intersect or like or perpendicular the way that you're, you know what I mean? But it's just like, it's a very faithful album, again. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Spiritually, personally spiritual. And and yeah, no, I, I it's been interesting uh, to listen to it with all, the one that Tokyo Scar was referencing, where he sings right from the bat, I think that's called "With All My Heart." Uh, yeah, it's, yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. And was going to say, K Diggy, the thing he doesn't get credit for, right? Because the knock on Ka is that his voice is always the same, right? Uh, he doesn't he's not a bombastic, you know, multiple flows, <laughs> right? Yeah. So. People are like, this isn't at fun, really? And I can't knock them for that. If they want to go... I'm sorry, I can't agree. Because, like, I bro, can't either. First off, this record, I think, is, a, like, is the absolute antithesis of that con narrative. And I get where it's coming from. Yes. But, dude, he was melodic. Right. And yeah. his flows. Oh, my fucking God, <laughs> his flows. Like, there were so many points where it's just, like... I have trouble understanding how someone can be that clever and that rhythmic and that effortless. Like the, the fucking melancholy line. And it's like in the midst 
of this deep rhythmic flow that's kind of like novel. And then you get these gems of lines and it's just like, dude, you really do it all. And he produced what? 11 of the tracks, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. No, I mean, what, what I was gonna say, what I'm saying is like, it, for people who think that, that his voice is the same, they're not catching that he experiments all the time, right? Right. Like, oh, yes. You think of the, the album with Preservation, Yenlo, that we discussed. There's no yeah. hook on that. It's bars, bars, bars over spooky beats. But he never did that again, <laughs> right? He never did that again. Yeah. He, this has hooks. Big, delicious hooks. Yeah. yeah. Fat, bro. Just yeah. like girthy motherfucking. You can wear them yeah. shits. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, and that one just starts with the hook. It just starts with all my heart. And I, and I was going to say, like, I noticed, like, I, I did a note. Uh, and what I noticed is I need all that. I put down anger, anger, hurt, and I need all that. And yep. for me, that was the first time where, like, I, I'm, I've known uh, Ka to be very stoic. Yep. Uh, and that was the first time that I heard him like rapping like that with an interjection of anger. So like the flow never mm. changes, but it's all like, but if you hear, if you listen closely, you can That's hear the emotion behind what he's saying. And uh, mm. yeah, and I, I, I just, I, I think like Ka is more of a rapper where he's not like rapping to you, he's talking to you. Right. And it's so you so gotta listen funny to you say that, man. Yeah. It's so funny you say that because it's like, bro, I always looked at Honor Killed as like his angry album, his angsty album. But now that you say that and I'm looking at it as like, uh, uh, like relative to Mourner's Reward, it's just like, it's not. It's feudal mil militants. You know what I mean? Right. It's not right. anger. Yes. Yeah. So it's like he's just stating like, it was almost like more like, Stating everything that's very factual on like right, like, it was contemplated, right? Yeah, yeah, perfect word, yeah, word, yeah, because like it was also yeah. some like this is because even um stuff like um the first track where like he talked about his mom taught on this, his dad like he learned this from his mom, he learned this from like his dad, mm -hmm. even right. that even the uh, money like I need money because I want to get money because I want to build rec centers, take care of the community, yeah. help out people. Yeah, it's almost like. More like mission statements and shit, you know what I mean? Yeah. 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 And that to me is the martyrs of work, right? The fact that you left that, you know? And you know for a fucking fact that you benefited your community while you were there, you yeah. know? Right. Yeah. 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 No, it's, it's and and I was watching um, a, the Red, a Red Bull interview with like Jeff Chang, uh, mm. right? And yeah. He asked, the first question he asked him is, there's been a lot of words used to describe your music. How would you describe your music? He immediately said therapeutic. Mm. He immediately mm -hmm. said therapeutic. Okay. And I, and I thought that, that was interesting, that he was like right on deck with like, look, I don't feel right if I don't do this, right? I need to do this. This helps mm -hmm. me cope with what I've been through. And I like, it's weird having been in the military, like I, I level, right? When you come back from the military, no one knows what the fuck you did or why you did it. Like they're just mm. like, how do you tell, how do you describe somebody like, then I walk to the gas chamber? Like they, they don't, they can't understand that, right? So you live alone with, yeah. with this 
And, and I think it comes back to Tokyo's point earlier about psychedelia, how this album could be his most psychedelic project. Because like, bruh, how do you translate your psychedelia to, someone's else, to someone else, you know? And I mean, I don't mean to like uh, trivialize a military experience down to an acid trip, you know what I mean? But mm. it's fairly trippy. So. Yeah, there's something like the experience like is just like it's so specific and like you're so like in the moment, but then like even um because I as um I I wrote this one song called where I was I imagined like someone who came back from like Vietnam, not my just going through PTSD and all that stuff though. From you know from reading books and all that stuff though. And I actually spoke to this one guy from like who did go through Vietnam and like he was talking to me about everything that like um, he was seeing. He was like, I remember specifically, he talked about tunnel rats. He said like when they seen that, cause he was like, we'd never seen anything like that before, but then he's describing it. And like with like details and I'm watching them, right? But then I'm just like, I'm just like, I'm hearing it and I'm picturing it, but I will never understand, like mm -hmm. fully understand. Mm -hmm. yep. But he understood it for you. Like, you know what I mean? Yep. He understood it for every person that he ever told. So that, you know, like, and I think that that's where you get that uh, respect for veterans from, right? It's just like, bruh, like, I'm sorry, every, uh, damn near every veteran, as long as I got cash in my pocket, you know what I mean? I'm th like, I'm throwing it out, you know, because it's like, bro, I, I cannot understand and I may not agree with the military. You know what I mean? I don't, I don't know if I agree with like every choice Kaz made on how he's made his bread. You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. But I, I, I have no jurisdiction to. I wasn't there. Right. That's fair. Yeah. yeah. The choices were not. And the way I've always described Ka is uh, sitting down with a Ka record is like, like having a night where you and your your uncle just drink a little bit and your mm, uncle my god yes yeah, exactly hardcore shit used to be <laughs> damn uncle, for real no and cabars yeah cabars really sit with me yeah. cabars really sit with no. me like the way that my uncle's conversations have sat with me and that really resonates i remember my uncle told me this one thing eight damn near 18 years ago i'll never forget it right and he said, life is simple for the simple, complex for the complex. And it's like taking me the last 18 years to continually unpackage that. You know what I mean? And it's just That's like, bro, cause the same way where it's just like you get these things and they seem simple, right? Yep. Yeah. And, and, and you just, you, you just got to break them down. You just got to say it a little bit slower, you know, take your time with it. Like I, I, I tweeted about it the other day, right? This is the first album I've ever owned exclusively in my notes app. So like Dan emailed me the uh, the zip for it. I, I downloaded the zip and my file my thing prompted me which app I wanted to open the files in. I clicked notes and the greatest like impulse decision I've ever made with music because I'm sitting here I have the, the songs play and it's like on my phone right like it's not the computer this that the third um, it's not a Spotify it's not a fucking Bandcamp and because I mean I love Bandcamp but like brother UI is dog shit. Um, but it's just like, they, it's so interesting, man, because I'm like writing down these lyrics that I know I'm going to need to go back to. But yeah. it's not all the lyrics, right? It's not a Ka lyric page, right? right, it's, right, just, right. it's my personal experience with it. And I think that that's super valuable. I mean, at least to me, that's been valuable. Yep. Words of wisdom you want to go back to. Yeah, I, ex yep. I exactly yeah. what you mean. So what? 
Paul, I want everybody to kind of have a shot at this. I'll start with K. Diggy. Okay. About uh, Ka and the art of space, the art of pausing, right? Uh, yeah, I mean, about it. I was looking. Give a little so, bit, but you start. Yeah, so I was. That he had a line on subtle, uh, where he goes. Okay, let me get the. No, it was. Sorry, maybe it's this one. Let me get the. I'm trying to find this right. Okay, yeah. So it's on. Uh, we live in slash martyr. He goes. Um, sorry, where is it? Basically, he talks about how he was on the corner politicking. Now the police are like politics trying to gerrymander. Gerrymandering. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Gerrymander the district. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So what I what stood out to me is like that line wouldn't have worked if he hadn't paused in the middle of the first sentence, the first uh, half of the, the line. And that, yeah. I mean, so from a technical standpoint, like that's what, those are the subtle details involved with craft that you're not going to get if you're producing a song as like a product to sell. Like, yeah. this feel, like those yeah. spaces are, are uh, symbols of craft and care uh, and concern for the audience that's listening. You know? Okay. Yeah, yeah why? To flip it to Tokyo, this is my setup for you. I would say the one I, it was, I noticed that really stood out for me in terms of the chorus and the space, right? It mm. reminded me of the first song that I really took notice of the of his pausing in his word word choice, and that was "Mourn at Night" on uh, on Honor Kill the Santa. Because he, there's, it's so beautiful, right? He gone, we mourn at night. Pauses in between all those efficiencies mm -hmm. and space. And yeah. again, bro, like the the way that Ka exists is all like now is so much and i mean by honor he had still gone through a lot of it right but like um it's a testament to going to the extremes right uh you don't get a martyr's award on your way to like the ends of the earth you go to the ends of the earth and you bring it back you know what i mean yep. it, it, you meet society back halfway like not everyone can take that journey how many other people have put out this record? How many other people have put out this record? Zero. You know what I mean? Yeah, I mean, like, an a, martyr analog of how a martyr never comes back because part of being a martyr is the death of the person who does that. So, well, sure. And, you know what I mean? So you're right. He's like giving. That's what you know. You know, when you can't come back, this is what you leave behind. So the songs are mm -hmm. what you know is leaving behind. Yeah, you know? everything. I, before we get too far away from the point of silence. Yeah. Uh, one thing mm -hmm. that was striking me, because I, I I was around, just in the city of a gang recording my next shit, and, you know, um, I was playing the, the Borough Marathon. I was damn near fucking everywhere. I woke up in Harlem one morning, but ended up in Astoria by midday and everywhere in between. You know what <laughs> I mean? It's just like the whole, the whole thing. And um, I was around Brownsville, and this was like the day after the thing dropped. I'm listening to it, just that the third. Um, and then, you know, I, I took my headphones out and there was this just odd silence, right? I was, my, my things gave me this like low battery prompt or whatever. I was like, right, let me put it away for now. 
And it was like the first time since I had started being in the city that I truly was like, what the fuck? It is quiet. You know what I mean? But it's like mm-hmm. it's similar to how you have these productions that are just like so layered. Every Like, I forget what track it was, but you have these Middle Eastern fucking string instruments. And, and I don't think any three trills were the same. You know what I mean? It's so layered. Yeah. It's so dense. And then beyond that, you have his flow, which again, I think this is the most meticulous we've seen his flow. Yeah. Uh, and then beyond that, yeah. you have his lyricism, which is just paramount to yeah. every single struggle he's ever been to, every single struggle you may have been to that he could also see because he's probably seen worse. You know what I mean? Right. And mm-hmm. yeah, but yeah. just like that, there's a fire hydrant getting popped, the, a water, uh, a uh, fucking air conditioning thing just leaked on your shoulder. It smells like someone's shit in the corner. You, you can't mm-hmm. help but see all these NYU teens running around. When there is silence, it's still a stimulus at that point. Yep. You yep. feel me? Mm-hmm. I like, like it. It sticks. It was like how they say, oh, yep. the silence was deafening and stuff, though, and everything yeah. like that. So, mm-hmm. um, and like to jump on that and stuff, though, too, it's just like, um, my favorite use of silence is within the context of the album. Well, in case, well, in two, two cases. One is production, but right now we're talking about lyricism, so that's, I'll, I'll stick mm-hmm. it like that. The one track, and it was so fucking simple, right? It was so simple, but like, I mean, it was like, yo, had a hard life. Glad to say something, glad to hear. It. <laughs> 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 I mean, it was like, oh, my yeah. It was just, it, oh, that's it great. was so simple. It was simple as fuck. But it was like you had a hard life. But again, boy, on that on that theme of going on that theme of going out to the end of the earth, though, right? Where like, bruh, Ka has deserved the right to say that simple ass bar. Yeah. Not every rapper has that right. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> and that's the thing. I like. I like. It was so simple, but then it just, it just encompassed everything and like i'm just like god damn and like it's almost like the pause made you feel the weight of it and shit though and i mean yeah and even the fact that i was able to think about that to be honest about how can i express this just like don't say shit don't say shit just keep that pause it's like and think about that shit and you said that shit's at the end of it and like it's like wow i mean i mean it's 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 the delivery be like good now you know what i'm saying is and like Cause that dude, I mean, cause right. that dude, and I'm like, yo, he's just that. It's like, I don't know, and, and like another thing, just on the personal notes and shit. Though anyone who knows me knows that I'm a fucking Wu Tang theme, and even the <laughs> fact that to me, Bro, like, I couldn't tell. The fact, like, I heard Kyle on the Jizza album, so to me, Wu Tang brought through. I mean, so I was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. that's like a basket yep. of torture shit. Yep. You know what I mean, and like the fact that, like, cause Wu Tang, they made that shit like magic. And then Kai, he's he's hmm. like continuing that. So the fact that they had that 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 like Jizza, because even in that Red Bull thing, though, right? When he was like, "Yeah, man, I went through studio. I thought that I was just gonna have one thing." Then Jizza's like, "Nah, this is you. Do your thing." Wow. And he's like, "What? You're saying me what?" But then with Jizza, just to be honest, man, I don't know this dude, but this dude, this dude is it. And then you see, like years later and shit, though, though he was right. You know what I mean, yeah, he was right. right. You know what I'm saying? Because I mean, for Jizzle just to give you a fucking track on his shit, right. you know what I'm saying? I mean, like, yo, but he was right. He was right. Like, he's yet to be proven wrong, though, between Killer Priest and Kyle. You know what I mean? He's yet mm. to be proven wrong. So, you know, yeah. I mean, it's like, yo, but Kyle, I feel like on this album, like, I feel like everything, because I felt like um, 
everything that made each of his albums like special. Right. I think especially um all right, well, this is about to jump off because um from a production standpoint and stuff though too, everything that kind of made each of his albums just like special and kind of stick out, he kind of took each one and then combined it. Kind of like the only thing, mm. well, two things that like kind of just like that I was on something, like, ah, there's only two things though. One was that Animos didn't get a beat, and two, Rock didn't get a beat in the verse. Because uh, I thought mm-hmm. that, like, mm-hmm. I was like, you know, I mean, we're still waiting on that fucking Metal Clergy album. Still, so just for like, um, because like, I was on some like, yo, Rock wasn't on this, but I get it though. Maybe, yeah. <laughs> like, if I go and put a picture on Instagram, it was him, Animos, and Rock hunting for records. So, Metal Clergy is coming soon. I'm tired of waiting, but I'm awake. But if this means that, like, you'll probably just not appear on the next couple of albums, though, just so when the Metal Clergy album drops, boom. But yeah. apart from that, those are my only two com- complaints. Because I felt like um, Rock rock and Cobb, that's that synergy. But then also, I personally feel that him and Animos, the synergy that they have as well, too, I would have liked to have seen, seen that, though. Because I like the fact that y'all brought up Subtle. Because Subtle is the only Yen Low track on this album, though. You know what I mean? Yeah. 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 And I would say with my notes, I wrote uh, preservation deserves a statue. Like he's just. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, there's not, there's, uh, I put yellow so high because I mean, that's my favorite album. I'd probably put Martyrs Ward at two and then grief pedigree at three, but I, I, I find yellow so captivating because it genuinely felt like a psych- psychiatric session, right? It felt like <laughs> this was the producer that was meant for Ka to go in and bear his soul in, in code for sure. It was nowhere near as transparent as this record, right? But again, I think that, you know, I mean, he probably still there, right? He's still among the record in, in, in short, right? But this is more so self-therapy, right? This is, this is him yeah. taking it into his own hands and like, before you accept it, right? I mean, at the end of it all, you, you always know you're all you have, right? But yeah. before there, you might need people to push you along that, right? And I just think yeah. that, that he, bro is the perfect pocket for him to sit in. Like, that synergy yeah. is hard for me to, hard for me to look past, mm-hmm. man. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, because I felt like um, with, with Kai and Preservation, they gelled the same way, like, Mad Lib. Preservation, I said Providence. I'm saying, yeah, it's like Doom, Doom yeah. could do it himself though, but then yeah. when Doom got yes. like boom, you know what I mean? That and is like, a great I'm, example, bro. I mean, look yeah. at now, like Haram, right? Haram, bro, Billy Woods and Elucid both could have produced arguably a better album. I'm like, I, 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 I'm not, it's not that I discredit Elk, I just don't think that he's doing anything groundbreaking still. I remember when you brought up the, the sculptor unbound artist function, yep. you know, I think he's closer to the, the, the sculptor side of the spectrum. And it's like, that's, I, I don't mean it to be a dig. I think he does what he does better than most, but in terms of production, I, I just think that, I think that Woods and Elucid have, have it in them and their community of artists. That, and I think that, I think that that community of artists deserved the Alchemist, right? Because they had been doing so much work, but it's just like, bro, they could have done that themselves. But at the end of the day, you don't need to do it yourself if other people truly got you. You know what I mean? Absolutely. Yeah, yeah, definitely. 
Yeah, I like that. I like that. Yeah, for sure. I mean, at, at the end of the day, right? There's four people on this call. I know that Free Music Empire did not start that way. You know what no, I mean? Oh, hell no. But on that note, on that note, I do, I do actually have to reduce that to three, though. I ended up at a friend's house and instead of my own, and just it, slight changes in plans. I do actually have to jump off. But hey, man, we can take it the rest of the way. You're good. Appreciate the conversation, seriously, bro. Like it's been great talking with y'all. Yeah. Toki, okay, Diggy, link in with me somehow, or Dan, shoot me their information right. so I can yeah. like keep up with y'all. Yeah. All right, much yeah. love, y'all. Keep writing. Keep Peace. Doing it, Peace, yeah. Yep. Woo. So yeah, we. Uh, but no, it was. It was. I, I will say to follow up on the Yen Low thing, and I've told I've told Keith this. I think genuinely. It was what the maybe the most confusing first listen I've ever had, um, mm. in terms of the hip hop. <laughs> like, like by 2015 or 16 when that came out, like I was like, I'm fucking smart. I've been doing this for a while. I've been writing. <laughs> I know, and and I've been following Ka for a while. I've already been writing about. Ka. I know shit. I know what's going on. And then I've listened I'm like day zero, day 77. <laughs> what the. <laughs> I was like, I, now I like I know nothing, and and I can't wait to know more. It was just like, it was, it was disheartening and inspiring at the same time. Um, <laughs> yeah, right, nah, yeah. nothing as as play, will ever be like. Yeah, because no, um, yeah, as soon as you press play, it's like, um, doctor, I'm to like maybe introduce her. Boom, boom. <laughs> Boom, boom. That was like, you know, like, okay, shit just got real. And you haven't even heard shit yet, but as soon as you just hear the way it starts, it's like, boom, and then it just builds up and shit, though. And like, preservation, like, like with, with like people like Kai and Rock and shit, though, you know what I'm saying? I felt that like, um, with your production style, it's almost like something like it's kind of like a 2021 version of shit, though, of like stuff that the beat miners were doing this stuff, though. Ooh. People who like, your shit was just like really based on mood and shit, though. You know what I'm saying? Because, yeah. like, because, right, um, because, um, especially on um, the Smith and Western album, because right? when you heard the Smith and Western joint, The Shining, her Tim's and Hood Check, Wreck Time, One Time, and everything, but everything it was almost like, it was almost like, it's almost damn near like a soundtrack. But then it's like, it's got certain elements that like you recognize, but then it also takes away certain things. But because like, a lot of times, right? I used to argue with some of my peoples about this. Like, and there used to be, it's like, yo, man, how come that there's no drums? I'm like, my dude, do you hear how much tension is in the fucking loop, yo? Drums would get in the fucking way, yo. And like, um, because mm. um, one thing that I always just like tell cats, like, there's certain tracks where a couple of times drums got in the way. Yeah, one of them. Mm -hmm. I don't know if you're gonna agree with me, but this is just how how I feel. Das affects the Mike Checker remix and shit. Though you're saying, wow, okay. But then she just drops like boom, 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 <laughs> and then I'm just like that bass drop is like yo. But then as soon as the drums drop, I'm like dude. But then there's actually a freestyle with Mob Deep and Big Noid right on the Duop tape, right? And yep. Duop, he just like. He took that 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 like bass drop, right? It was like doom, 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 and he just looped it. Just kept on loop, loop, looping it, right? And then big noise jumped on that shit, though. Just like I'm sitting back to blow steam and drinking honeys and dreaming, pushing keys to four-wheeler. And nigga, it's like, and I'm yeah. just like, this is how that loop should have fuck around the bend. Fuck the drums. Like, you guys had that raw loop, 
and then Lloyd tore that shit down and shit though. And then like that always just like stuck out though. So whenever cats would complain about drums, I'm like, dude, like come on, yo. Like, especially, I think especially with an album like Yen Lo, where it was almost like, like, okay, this may sound weird, but bear with me. I felt like an album like Yen Lo was almost like 20% production, like technique, and 80% ambiance, feeling and mood and shit, though. Know what I mean? Right. Yeah. Like, um, you know what I mean? It's like even um, like one of my favorite tracks was like Day 93. And you also hear the way that the pianos just go, but then the drums, but then it's just rising the tension, but nothing really, it's almost like tension that's rising, but never really climaxes, which makes it more unsettling and shit though, know what I mean? Oh, just even um, on like day zero, right? You hear the way like it's building up. It's like, what y'all want is like it's building up, but then it just goes back to doom, doom. And then just the drums don't drop. There's no climax, just builds up. It's like the doom, 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 doom. Then it's like, what the fuck just happened, son? Like, yeah. And like, you know, preservation is really good at that though. And then, you know, Kyle, he did that thing on like this album too, you know what I mean? Where Absolutely. Like, yeah. Press, that motherfucker different, you know what I mean? Press different, you know what I mean? <laughs> so think but, about, so, KD, you think about, think about every album is like a restaurant, right? Its own restaurant, huh. right? And so the the hooks are how the wait the wait staff treat you, right? <laughs> the, the food is the bars right the food is that's what you're eating the production is the ambiance of the of the restaurant right the lighting like the, the the setup you know um it's dope. It's dope. yeah and so there's sometimes you'll listen to something you'll be like yeah i mean he's great the food the food's great but the restaurant sucks i'd rather get it to go you know, yeah, yeah. like that's some there's some rappers like that where you're like, it's dope, but I don't really want to listen to his projects, right? The restaurant ain't right, you know, right? Um, yeah, and the Sonics on this are really the perfect restaurant. Is it this is like a great restaurant? Absolutely, you have the punchlines that we've talked about that like you know inform each other, right? The, the, you know. Yeah. They, they got us under a microscope so they can put us in cells, you know, <laughs> like, wordplay, you know, this is advanced wordplay. The, the hooks are big and beautiful. The it's personal and meaningful, right? It yeah. kind of covers all the bases. Yeah. yeah. And even the fact, like, I think like on tracks, like um, he talks about being a firefighter, like he actually makes direct, Right, right, references to being a firefighter. He had that one line, um, had brothers run, run in the blaze for me, others sat in the cage for me, and like all that stuff. And like it's almost like listening to all these different things. But then again, um, with the production and stuff, though, yo, but the fucking restaurant metaphor, you a legend for that shit, though, man. Yo, Absolutely. Great, great. I mean, so, there's a there's a different when when you're an artist trying to create a product or create a song that's going to get you paid. I mean, you're basically an Applebee's and there's a difference between going to an Applebee's and a five-star restaurant, which is what, you know, like mm. Ka is to me. So and you got to evaluate, like, it's not fair. Like, it's not fair to evaluate, uh, you know, an Applebee's to a five-star restaurant and be like, wow, Applebee's sucks. No, you got to, you can't really compare them. You got to keep the two worlds uh, uh, different to be able to value yeah. uh, and appreciate each one. And that's yeah. the weird part is, like lyricism is so insane. And that's why I'm so happy to have Tokyo and, and have, have big flowers 
like as to use an example, Big Flowers, the very fucking heart of his album, Big Smile, the heart of it is a song called Too Winded to Run, and it's a minute and 40 seconds. There's other songs on that album that are 12 minutes long. They're awesome. But the heart, the beating lyrical heart of that is in that minute 40 seconds. And there's nothing like it. And so that's the kind of magic you run into here. There's food on this you can't get from any other restaurant. They to give you the example, right? From With All My Heart. When the planes crashed, Cod did his task in a catastrophe. I dug mm-hmm. And I held when the towers fell. How dare you try it? Happen? You said, you said it was like, what? who's giving you what like mean? 9 11 fireman bars? Like, that's fucking. Uh, and firemen are often martyrs as well. Like, those first responders from 9 11 mar- were martyrs. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. True. True. Yeah. And that's just the brilliance of everything like Kyle does on this album and shit, though. Because I think, like, like, I even like remember like, cause even like one of my favorite things was just the listening experience, right? Cause like me and Iceberg, we've got a tradition. Whenever Kyle dropped, he gets it, send it to me, or I get it, they send it to him, and I'd be talk. And I remember like I was listening to it, right? And then like um, then like with all my heart, just like played. And I was texting him. I'm just like, yo, this is his best album. So I'll just send the text, right? And then enough praise just came on. And I'm like, fuck, I got text again. So what the fuck? <laughs> then you say me, it was also like, cause like when enough praise just dropped mm-hmm. and I heard that. Yeah. Like, it took me all the way back to fuck to, to um like um that reminded me of summer. Cause mm-hmm. of Reef Pedigree. Because I remember like summer, that shit kind of scarred me for life. Cause like, you know, because I remember like seeing like just like the title, right? Like summer. So I'm just like, okay, this is gonna be the album. So this is gonna be the track where he'll probably be on some. Brownsville, yeah, we have the Johnny Pub, this, that, and the third. But then summer came on, and that was like arguably the scariest moment on Grief Pedigree. Just like it's like, yeah. Whoa, oh, oh, this be the summer they come for me. And I remember, yeah. I'm not in Brownsville or anything, but every time that I used to get hot outside, I would think to myself, Man, is this gonna be the summer they come for me? Like, what the fuck? So you say, like, it's like, mm. but like, just the amount of attention that that song like gave me, but then like, um, Enough praise. When I heard the beat, that shit dropped. It gave me the same amount of tension and shit, though. Just the feeling, because it was just like, it was almost um. As a producer, Kai is like, because uh, I talked about preservation and shit, though. Right. But mm-hmm. with Ka, as a producer, it's like, he's got this um, he's got this ear, because I there was this one track that was on um, I'm gonna kill the samurai, right? Like remember on like finer things, the way like finer things like it splits and then like you then like it splits to like the other track just at the end and stuff. So it said like um walk to play, had friends of your walks to life. And then you just had that one, that one little beat, like no drums, but it was just, just like this little loop and shit though, right? It was like, yeah. Yeah. like it was just like that shit it damn near makes me cry because it's just like there's just something about it that like you just catch it, like Kai's like it's almost like. It's almost like he's not listening for the loop. He's listening for the feeling type shit, though. And, like, that's a very hard sort of thing just to be able to capture. And I think, like, on this album, he kind of maximized it, though. Because even after, like, um, enough praise, like, another thing about the listening session, I was listening to everything. And then when track, like, um, uh, um, Gratitude, when Gratitude yep. dropped and, like, it opened up, right? 
I was like, I actually said to myself, this is bugged out. I actually said to myself, when it opened up, right? I was like, okay, finally, a track that might just be okay. And that was just like the thing just opening up, right? Finally, okay, finally, a track that might just be okay. Yeah. And as soon as I said that, the beat fucking switched and then the drums came in. I'm just, ah! I'm just like, yo, I give up. I'm done. I'm done. Fuck it. I mean, it's just like, what? Nice. You know I mean, it's too much. It was like, too much, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, I'm just, I almost needed like a breather or some shit, though. You know what I mean, I'm just like, okay, finally, maybe this would be an okay track. And then the shit just switched up. I'm just like, well, I fucked up over myself and shit, though. That I mean, and everything. You know what I mean, but, and it's just like his ear on this album, the stuff that he was catching, like, cause even um 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 like um everybody like everybody up and stuff. You just hear the drum, the boom, boom, but then the guitars and like, it's just like, it's just, you know what I mean? And then like with the pianos and I need all that. It's just like, that kind of reminded me of like the money track off of um like, like um the Samurai joint, but almost more intense in, in a way, like almost a mix between that and um that track he had on Descendants of Cain where he said like, um our heroes sold heroin. Like, you know what I mean? Yeah. And like all that shit. I mean, that last sort of feel. And then like each joint, then you know, like peace, peace, peace. Just, 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 just like you said with the thing about breathing, yeah. It it had that exhaling, you almost like floating sort of feel and shit. Though, yeah. know what I mean, and then like each track lost, like each one would just like go through, and then like you know what I mean. So Ka, he left it all on the table on like this one and shit. Though, and I felt that like you know what I mean, and like he's such a brilliant artist that like if anyone says that another album is your favorite. It's meant to be, now I mean, because Kai is just like grief pedigree, because he should he, like his discography is fucking ridiculous and shit though. So if anyone really? is like, I prefer this, I'm not mad. Now I mean, it's all it, it's, it's all yeah. you said. So I, I, I wanted KD. I wanted to give you something to think about here on the on the Red Bull discussion, right? Okay. He's talking about he's talking about the way in which. He opens records, and the way he, he says the first song, you have to think about every album like they don't know you. They ju- they're just playing mm-hmm. you for the first time, right? So, where he's at in his life right now, everybody up is where what he wants you to know right off the bat. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, like right. that, yeah. That, yeah. For some, right? So for someone, and you know, people. People don't stay the same. They go through phases. They change. So I think you know when he when he says you know the first song I want them for I want someone to know me who's never who's never met, heard any of my music before. He's talking about hear him at that moment and for who he is as a yeah. person. Yeah, yeah, I like that. Yeah, yeah it makes and sense. So you know, like the first you know you look at the the first songs of his discography. You go through each one, put make a playlist. You'll see exactly where he's at as a person and how he's evolving to where he's where he's at today. Now, I was, that's a really good point, y'all. That's a really good point. That's a good point. Yeah. And, and to build off of what Tokyo said earlier about this being like kind of all the skill sets meeting each other, the the skill set that I think he takes from Descendants of Cain, the important thing, right? Because you can really listen to Descendants of Cain and go. Oh, that album gave us this album, right? Uh, because it really did lead the way. And one of the ways it did was that Ka got a ton of love 
on the last track of that album. I love resonated because Kaz got all, you know what? I'm going to make a weird comparison, right? Because <laughs> I'm a Fiona Apple head. This is just who I am. Uh, but Fiona Apple has a really memorable song called I Know, which is the closing song on Win the Pawn. And it's really memorable because it's kind of the first loving, happy Fiona Apple song, right? Uh, and that song was successful and it opened the door for her to do that again. And she's been able to do that. And this, I love, opened the door for like really important closing tracks on his album. Like, yeah. and this, the last song on this album is really big and really important having having nothing um, mm -hmm. and it's it it's a little bit of warmth right don't feel bad for me having nothing gave me everything um, yeah. yeah 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 and that can also be, be reversed seen the reverse way as well that can be as in having nothing being a martyr def gave me everything define me who i am so it can yes. be viewed in both ways i think is what he really meant for it actually yeah well because um yeah because i'm really big on like um because i like those i like both interpretations and shit though because like i'm really big on like um stuff like the Tao that they jing and like everything like stuff like it's almost like deals with kind of counterintuitive things and stuff yeah. Yeah. and yep. like, stuff, like um and that like taking it back to fight club too like um you said like like a like a, an, a ill build line it's just like it's almost like when you have nothing you have to you're free to do whatever the fuck you want and yeah. like it's almost mm -hmm. like that kind of ties in though to to all that and stuff though too. Like having nothing and stuff though, it gave me everything. But you can interpret it in so many different ways. But it still kind of yes. just ties together and stuff though too. And I mean, that's so it's almost like okay, like being poor, it teaches me that I can get by without have without needing this and stuff though. That's Sometimes, that way. yes. It's almost like um, because right, one thing I also like to compare it to is um, all right. You know the Ninja Turtles, right? There's four of them, yep. right? You know what I'm saying? Yep, yep. Apart from Leonardo, all four, like all three of like the weapons and stuff, though, were farming tools and stuff, though. Nunchucks, sides, yeah. and the bow staffs are super thick. I mean, sorting the rice and all and that. All that. Yep, yep, yep. You know what I mean? And like, it's just like, it's almost like the same sort of thing and stuff, though. Like, it's almost, it's almost like hip hop is kind of like the same way. Like, we can't have bands. What do we have? We got our parents' record collections, and then, you know, what, 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 what? And we can scratch up and shit on it. You know what I mean? And like it's almost right. like the same thing and stuff though too. So it's almost like Kai in a sense, like having this sort of sense about seeing the superpower and being like, okay, yo, I went through all this, but it did build me up and stuff though. So in a weird way, even though it was hard, it was worth it just for this and stuff though. And then like it's almost like him having that almost sort of like peace of mind about everything and stuff though. And like saying like, you know what I mean? Okay, yo, this, this brought me to like this point and stuff though. Now, I was just speaking, <laughs> not saying anything, but we need that fucking Metal Clergy album and shit though. No, I'm, just, <laughs> no, I'm not gonna fight you on that. I mean, I'm with you. Yeah, because in my opinion, I feel like Metal Clergy, you're gonna get like, like when I think of Metal Clergy, all I can imagine is EPMD mixed with Mob D. Know what I mean, I feel like Rock and Kai is going to be the equivalent of EPMD meets Mob D. You know what I mean? I, I, have like, said, 
I have long said, mm-hmm. I think Ka is the only person Rock sees himself competing with. Like, period. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Fucking yeah. albums and goes, ooh, I better get in the studio. Like, I think he's the only person he really competes with is Ka because I think he knows. Yeah. yeah. He knows. Like, the, these are yeah. like that. It's kind of like, you know, whatever. Like, how, you know, when they try, they went up to Kobe. And Kobe said, like, but they went to Kobe and said, you're competing with LeBron. Are you okay? Do you think you can beat him? And Kobe's like, he's not my competition. Allen Iverson was my competition. (laughs) (laughs) He doesn't do what I do. It's like, okay, like, these other dudes is cool, but that's the guy. That's the guy I'm worried about. I mean, yeah. 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 Definitely that like pantheon of um, I'm sorry, yo. Like finish off. I'm saying, no, yo, no, yo, you finish you, up. I'm about to interview something else. But oh, no, no. I was just trying to say it's like um, there's there's definitely that pantheon of rappers that other rappers look up to and shit though, right? Like people like there's there's lots of nice motherfuckers, but there's certain rappers that other rappers look at like goddamn, and like you know, and like I'm just in my list and shit though, like stuff I'm gonna miss out some. I have to say like. People like um, going from back in the days, catch would look at Kaz, but also um, someone like G Rap. G Rap was also another rapper, like other rappers would be on some like, God damn, like G Rap, Rakim, Black Thought, MF Doom, Pun, and Marciano. Rock, I think that Rock is somebody that like he fought in so much shit though. Like, I feel like he's definitely one of that, that pantheon and shit though, you know what I'm saying? I feel like someone like Ka. Kyle will look at like Rock, like, oh, man, god damn, this motherfucker's hell. But then Rock will look at Kyle, like, god damn, this motherfucker's hell. No, no shit. I mean, it, and we got to talk yeah. about the Pantheon for a minute here, right? This is like, this, I, I, after listening to this album, I went back to my all time list and like, I put Kyle over Big Daddy Kane. Yeah, I, it was just. I'm, I'm riding with you, son. I, I love Kane. Kane. I love I'm Kane. Riding with you, I'm riding with Kane you. Has, I'm Kane has <laughs> seven albums, and I think five of them are really fucking good at least, right? And Taste of Chocolate isn't, you know, Prince, all that stuff. But, <laughs> like, I don't want to get, like, but he didn't have a flawless career because you couldn't at that point. He wasn't completely free, right? He was... Yeah. You know, still marketing and selling and, and mm-hmm. you know, going on uh, your TV raps and buying, you know, Valentine's Day chocolates for the ladies. And like he was branded. He was still branded, um, yeah. you know, and cause free. So free of all that shit. He's got eight albums. And I mean, how many of them are bulletproof? It's a high number. Yeah, for sure. For sure. Yeah. Cause it's like quality wise and shit though too. And then even like skill wise, know what I mean? It's like, yeah. Skill wise. I mean, because it's like I said, like um Kai, he makes it feel like 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 magic. And that's a very valuable sort of feeling this shit though. Because like because you're different, like you're di- there's different levels of like um it's almost like these different all right, yo, a perfect example, a perfect example that we all seen like recently and stuff though, right? Was um the locks versus dipset. Yeah. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Like with that, right? And like that showed us just like a certain that there's certain different level that there's levels to like this shit though, right? 
And even someone like a Jadakiss who's got the punchlines, he says the slick shit, yep. kind of still resonates on a level that's kind of higher than that. And I love, to me right now, Jadakiss is the king of New York. No fucking debating. But Kai, yeah. he functions on a different sort of level of this shit, though. And I feel like Kai is just like, I mean, because there's certain, because um, I, one motherfucker that I used to love growing up, a lot of motherfuckers, they may not understand, like, why I look up to this motherfucker so much. But one motherfucker that was my dude, yo, Gore-Tex from nonfiction. Like, he was in my top longest fucking time and shit, though. Yo, him and No Bill. And like, cause I feel like Gore-Tex and No Bill, like, cause Mob Deep was always my second favorite group after Wu until I heard nonfiction. And like, yeah, with them, like when I heard them, it 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 fucked my life up because nonfiction were like the sorts of dudes that like you would tell these are project street hood dudes, but right. like there was a certain breed of rappers, right? That they were super hood street dudes, but they had the imagination. And yeah. like and they could like, I mean, they could rap about so many different things. And then it's almost like certain rappers that's almost like you hear them rhyme and part of you just almost wants to ask, how do you know all this shit? You know what I mean? Right. It's like, people like it's almost like, it's like you just like Gore-Tex with somebody like, he'll just be throwing images at you from so many different things. I'm just like, how, like, where do you get this reservoir of knowledge that like you just pull all this shit from them and then to make all this shit, this kind of click and shit though, you know what I mean? That's a certain like Willie's ill source, just a like, level of skill. And then you look at like someone like Kyle, where it's just like, all right, like the surface line, especially on this album and shit though, because pretty much on all his albums, but I think more so on this one, the surface lines will just be like, he will just say some shit. And you're just like, God damn, that's ill. But then you go back again and it's always starts to like, wow, I missed that. Cause like um, one of my favorite lines, right, was like, um, I just got I just caught that just like the other day. He said, like, um, if we had riff, you felt the wrath. And, like, I said, okay, like, if, that if we riffed, like, you felt the wrath. But it wasn't oh. until I was, then said, like, riff, wrath, riff, wrath. And I put that shit together that if we had the riff, you felt the wrath. So, riff, wrath. <laughs> like, you know what I mean? Yo, your reaction right there. So, your reaction right there. And then that's the thing. It's just like, you know what I mean? And then he's got all these different levels to this shit, though. Like, and like, it's just like, and then to top it all off, on top of the fact that he's saying shit that is so clever, it has so much meaning. Like, stuff that you can actually just, like, th- there's just so much meaning inside it and stuff, though. So you've got the magic trick, but then you've also got the value. It's almost like, I don't know, it's almost like, eat, like, it's almost like having your fucking candy and vegetables all in one and shit. <laughs> <laughs> and, and, to hit it and hold it on Jadakiss, right? I want to hit it and hold it on Jadakiss for a second. Because mm-hmm. Jadakiss, while always serving great food, the wait staff wasn't always there. The lighting wasn't always good. The stools weren't always comfortable in the restaurant, right? Uh, so, and, and it, I'm not shitting on Jadakiss. He had label issues. He was never kind of in the right spot at the right time. Um, mm-hmm. And it distracted from how he built his restaurant and he was always trying to kind of maneuver the business and Ka has just opted out of that and completely focused on his restaurant like completely just like i'm not even selling merch i'm not touring like i i'm working in my other job but this is going to be perfect yeah 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 yeah, I, it's like you know, it's hard to compare him to other artists because 
they weren't making art that way. Like mm-hmm. yeah. it just weren't. Yeah. Like they were. They had all these considerations and rollouts, and you know, like sh- show them what you got is on a commercial, and like that's how you're gonna mm-hmm. hear it. Um, yeah. And, yeah, it was almost like the time that you start to see interviews where people are like, yeah, man, this is my song for the chicks. This is my song for the strip clubs. This is my song for the South and everything. That I'm just like, oh, God damn it. <laughs> you say that, I mean, yeah. But, yeah. I I didn't, I couldn't stand Nelly, Nelly at all until I went to the strip club and they played it. And I was like, oh, okay. I got it. There's context. There's context. Yeah, there's context. Yeah. Get it. Um, yeah. So, yeah. So it was so how do you feel about KD in terms of Ka's career versus other people's careers? How do you compare it? I I mean the fact that he this is his eighth album and I I mean I feel like he could do another one next year. I think like the amount of product that he will produce is is going to be phenomenal. Uh because yeah. you know his like he's not really rapping he's just more speaking to you rhythmically so that's something that doesn't that's something that's not going to age at all right and i i could imagine him being like 60 and releasing an album you know what i mean there's no limit to what yeah. he can do because of the way he writes and the way he raps well and so to build off what you're saying like ka like this this is the blueprint on how to do grown rap right because mm-hmm. if you're getting older in rap you're going to have to address that, right? And it's best not to try and be like, I'm not old, screw you. Or like, yeah, I'm old, I'm rich. You know, like it's not, you're still, you still sound worried about it, right? What Cod does is he builds like a mythological world around his age, right? Of this like, like context, this implied ambiance context that you yearn to understand, right? <laughs> Yeah. He becomes yeah. Yoda, yeah. right? He becomes Yoda appearing before you, and you're like, "Shit, tell me more!" Like that's how you flip it, right? Yeah, yeah. And he's not using knowledge either, right? He's not like telling you about the oil crisis and shit. Uh, he's telling you his shit, and so it's yeah. still, you know, from him. It's just, yeah, just different. Yeah, yeah, like very lived in this stuff though. Like you can tell, like the experiences and stuff though. It does it definitely, like, like you know what I mean? Like, like um, I've been rhyming for like a while, and like I got this um right when I was about to leave Maryland to come out to Colorado and stuff though. I made this album. I haven't dropped yet, but I'm gonna drop it. It's finished this shit though, because my whole thing was that I made the album from Maryland and stuff, and the album was just like all my experiences there, and that was the first time because I talk about different things in life. Cause it's like, like you said, you listen to Mega Man 3. I did the Mega Man 3 after like um, my friend Shrub got killed. And then like, um, we lost, like um, there was a bunch of shit though. So the Mega Man 3 kind of came from that. But then that kind of put me on the path about being more personal with, with, with like stuff and everything too. So, but mm-hmm. when I made it for Maryland, it was just more listening to it felt kind of weird because people like, I remember like, I remember like certain songs I was just like, Every song is like, I remember when this happened. I remember when this happened. I was with Trump when this happened. I was with Tone when this happened and shit though. And it's almost like listening to it. It's like, it's almost like, this is almost just like a diary. And it's something I'm just starting this to now, but I feel like Kyle was somebody who mastered that a while ago and shit though. Cause even on, even on, even on my least favorite Kyle album, 
which is Ironworks. No disrespect to it, but that's my least favorite character <laughs> on the show. He had this one song called DNA. I never, this one of the most fucked up things I've ever, like two things, like the only thing that this does, that this reminds me of is um, Full Metal Jacket, right? The <laughs> right at the end of Full Metal Jacket where the, everything is burning and you're singing the Mickey Mouse theme. That shit fucked my head up and shit though, but then so <laughs> this Kyle on DNA, he talked about um his cousin and stuff though, who was like um this went caught double digit bodies, killed a bunch of peoples, came home and was riding Santa Claus asking for a Teddy Ruxpin doll, Ooh. like that, like you know what I mean? <laughs> oh, yo, I was like, God damn, you know what I mean? Yeah. It's like that's, that's hard. That's you know really I mean? hard. Like I'm like God damn, and like it's almost like Kyle. Uh, and that and I was on Ironworks and shit though. Now I mean I was on Ironworks and shit though. So every <laughs> album, it's almost like he's had those little bits and pieces and stuff though. You know what I'm saying? Because like it's like, you know what I mean? And like Kyle is just like you get so much of him. Like I have to say, like, I feel like there's certain rappers that when they die, they're gonna live forever. You know what I mean? Right. Yeah. Right. They, yeah. You know what I'm saying? And I feel like because they just put so much of your life on wax that it, it's just always gonna, you know what I mean? It's just like, cause um, I right, cause uh, Nas had this one line, right? <laughs> you know, but Nas and we all went through this, right? Nas had this one line from the kids in the PJs off the QB's finest joint, right? He was yeah. talking about uh, his mom was saying um that there'd be kids running around this shit though. That his mom would would like lean out the window, and say, "Come upstairs," and like Nas had the line said, "Um, mom said, come upstairs, come upstairs," and he said, "Shit stained underwear," and like just the fact that shit stained underwear. That flashed me back to being a little kid with the tidy whities with the shit there. And like, it's just awesome. Like, yeah. he actually fucking took it there, son. And it's like, visual. It's so visual and immediate. So and yeah, no, Nas can do that. And, and yeah, no, it, it's it's interesting. And it's it's a hard career to compare against because he might have, he might have seven bulletproof albums in his discography, which at some point you're like, who competes with that? Like, there's a lot. Like, if you're an album artist, he's like one of the best. Yeah, yeah, yeah. it's almost overwhelming and shit, though. Now I mean, like, to right. think about his whole biography just as a whole, and like, overwhelming was the word that definitely felt when listening to like, a martyr's reward. And, like, it's almost like everything just everything. The wisdom was overwhelming. The wit was overwhelming. Production overwhelming. The flows. The hooks. Everything was just, it's like, and like, you know, just, it was almost like, damn your spiritual experience. And like, you know, especially on my favorite point on the album, which was like, with all my heart, like, yep. I will never forget the way I felt when with all my heart, this can't just, um, the way like the loop just started and then he just started singing. And like, I'm just like, wow. Now, you know what I'm saying? And like, I just remember just feeling like, dude, this is, dude, this is, this is different. And like, it's almost like, I would like that thing when um, I feel like really good hip hop or really good art in general, just in my opinion, I feel like it's like, it could be rock, even comic books, whatever the fuck, right? It's whatever they can take something like, is very familiar, but at the very same time, make that shit feel kind of alien. You know what I mean? It's mm. like, it's like shit that like you get, cause, cause there's even like stuff like um, Wu-Tang. Like I remember, I was talking to Fourth Disciple 
Well, this one time, like, just building and shit, though. Just giving them, basically me just fanboying the fuck out, right? Just being like, oh, what the just hell, son? And, like, it was the sort of thing, like, I remember I tried to describe what I liked about this sound, and I couldn't. You know what I mean? I'm right. just like, because like, certain people, they have this one thing, like, oh, yeah, if you want to make a Wu-Tang rap, you're saying, just take a soul sample, speed it up, and add heavy drums. Oh, Wu-Tang sound. I'm just like, man, get the fuck out of here, man. Because <laughs> right, if you're right. back to the Killer Army albums, right. Wu-Tang Forever, Cuban Links, the stuff that they were doing, the violins, the string samples, creepy shit that was just like, yeah. even um, a song like Ice Water, which is like my favorite track on Cuban Links. I remember the first time I heard Ice Water, and the beat just said, like, Time to Hill, Ice Rock, and niggas, they just heard the beat. It's like, oh, 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 my God. <laughs> <laughs> what? What no, so many flavors. There's so many flavors in the Wu-Tang, like, a, a book. You know, it, it, what I was, was going to say is, it, I was telling Keith this, like, uh, when he came out, I was like, nobody calls Kyle for features. It just doesn't, you know. <laughs> <laughs> and, like... The reason, the best articulation of it is, imagine, imagine Eminem calls Ka, right? And he wants to flame somebody with like a name, right? So he goes into his Eminem stuff and he's, you know, triple timing and referencing cool shit from the 90s, you know? And he's like going after it and Ka comes out just slow with all... (laughs) And drops illest, most personal shit, right? Like it's not. I'm. I'm not even asking what you think. I'm asking how it feels. You know, like. <laughs> yeah. Like at that point, yeah. M gets yeah. right off the fucking track because, like, Ka kind of exposes that he's cheating, right? Right. He's kind yeah. of cheating. That it's it's kind of. Right. A, it's like putting them. You're putting them side by side together. You'll be able to easily identify you know, the what what's real and what's not. Yeah, it's like almost like a case about there's certain people that they've got it on the sense of a scale of technical wizardry, but then there's certain people that like, that doesn't matter. Like, like um, ironically, somebody else from Brownsville, I actually was just talking to somebody about this and shit though. One of my favorite lines, right? Rest in peace from, from Sean Price. Cause you know how, how Sean Price would always just say, right? Yeah. One yeah. of my favorite Sean Price lines, right? I swear to God, and like this, and like, you know, and I work hard trying to write some dope shit, right? I work hard, right? Mm-hmm. Sean Price, one of my favorite Sean Price lines, he literally went, H-I-J-K-L-M-N-O-P. And that was it. You know what I mean? And I just heard that shit. I'm like, oh, I fucking hate this guy. I mean, because like, I'm working care. hard. He didn't, he didn't care and, at all. And like, I, I still remember that Master P mixtape out of nowhere, like doing like a remake of Shorty Low song and threatening to slap the shit out of him after in the middle of the song. It was just like so crazy and random, uh, but but brilliant. Like couldn't look away. It was amazing. Um, just being himself, right, um, and fully embracing it. And and that's that's a powerful thing. But there aren't many people who can say that they fully embrace themselves the way Ka has over the absolutely. It's yeah, real yeah. run. Um, yeah. Hey, oh, oh yeah. hey, hey, give me some. Do you have any favorite tracks that you wanted to talk about? Um, that I wanted to talk about. I, I mean, I loved. Let's see. Let me get my my iPad notes out. 
Um, I loved going in order PWH, uh, uh, Like Me, Oof. and then yeah, yeah. Uh, All My Heart. Yeah, yeah okay. Word. Yeah, Like Me was that shit, though, too. You know what I mean? Yeah, word. Yeah. yeah. That that reminded me of, like, hours from, um, like, 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 um, like these seconds or minutes are precious. That, that that's what your hours and shit. That it reminded me of that. That sort of feeling, shit. Don't know what I mean? Yeah. Mm-hmm. But, but. No, the, I I think yeah, and, and there's I mean there's there like we said there's like a real dialed down, uh, stripped down brilliance to some of the lines, right? Where, uh, I think it's not enough praise. Brothers avenge a brother's death listening to the symphony in that line he's just watching someone avenge someone else and just like taking in it as background music (laughs) (laughs) it's 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 flying but it's it's succinct and there's no wasted space and it's just Mm. like how you know Uh, but like I think sad to say might be my favorite. I just love sad to say. And there's a line in there he says, there's these moments where Ka is telling you shit that you really feel like other people wouldn't even say. They'd be embarrassed to say it because it's vulnerable. And he says, I'm never scared to speak on my L's because I spoke them so eloquent and stuff. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But sad to say, he says, they brothers is not blood. They brothers because they bled with it. Yeah. Oh my god. Oh yeah. That's. Whew. I mean that's, I mean, uh, that. That feels like like a confession. It feels like this giant weight, but it's really like an ill punchline, right? <laughs> like. Ooh. Yeah. And like it's like, and and that's the perfect sort of balance though, to where like. He gives you the wizardry, but at the same time, just the way to go with it and stuff, but the wizardry and the substance stuff. And like, it's like, 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 I feel like if you rhyme and you listen to this album, part of you is going to be awesome. Like, yeah, I got stuff my shit up, man. Like, I got stuff my shit up. <laughs> like, I got stuff my shit up. Because like, yeah. my shit is not, my shit is not, my shit does not sound like that. <laughs> me, me yeah. shit, I mean, I feel like on this album, pretty much on every album but like i felt like with this one it just hit me so much because like every car album is always an event and i think like another thing that this also this like kind of hit was like with what you were saying too about his um career like to me like like yo like this really is my second favorite album after cuban links and like the fact that dude like i was like at work just fucking around and working on some I was at work just pulling out weeds and shit, though, that I just got the text. Like, yo, you heard that new car? I'm like, huh? (laughs) So, like, I just, like, scooped it up, right? Right. But then I just always felt like, okay, that this is just going to be a brilliant, like, just like everything else was, right? Right. I did not expect this level of it, though. And, like, yeah. Like, I was just, like, because, like, even, like, because even, like, taking it back when I heard on, like, stuff like Yen Lo, Yen Lo gave me a similar sort of feeling. To what is this on some like, dude, what the fuck is this? It's like, it's almost like, you know what I mean? But then it was just like, just listening to it. And I just remember specifically just busting out laughing at certain lines. Even he had that line on, 
I knew chicks you couldn't bone unless you threw them bonuses. Yeah, yeah, I mean, yeah. I'm like, and like the crazy thing was that there was like, cause even with what I said about when like the track had popped up and I thought, okay, finally, like an okay track. It was almost cause like, it was almost like, like exhausting. Just like, be honest, like yo, my nigga, there's too much dope shit for my brain to kind of just take in this shit though. So I need a break, yo. And yeah, I'm just never getting yeah. on this shit though. I mean, no, and, and like, for me, I would say, it was the opposite experience of Yen Lo. Listening to Yen Lo for the first time was like the movie Apocalypse Now sailing through the fog, right? Arrows are coming in from each side and all that. Uh, and listening to this, you could see everything. It was so vivid. It was so rendered. But but there was so much to see, right? That you were like... Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <You> know, <laughs> uh, yeah. But it, but it but it was all there, and I and I remember going, "Holy shit, this is the cleanest thing he's ever done." It's mm. yeah, everything yeah. Is so clean. The lines are clean. The way the lines are constructed is clean. The hooks are clean. The beats are clean. Everything is spotless on there. All right. Well, that's yeah. what happened when you when you are the writer and the editor as well. You know, straight up. So yeah. Full control. It's like, yeah, complete artistic vision with this stuff and everything. Yeah. Like, it's almost like he maximized it. Like, what? I feel like people who may not, like, they'll still, because um, I definitely, like, okay, because we're all cop fans and shit, though, but I can definitely understand if somebody cannot get it, though. Because, like, there's some, because, like, there's, like, if you like, like, I don't know, fucking, um, if, like, your favorite rapper is, I don't know, like, Lil Fame from MOP, right? I mean, right. you're not, this may not resonate with you on that sort of level and shit, and that's okay because everyone has got this. Like, you know what I mean? Because like, I know this one motherfucker. You could not tell him Master P was not the best rapper in the fucking world. Yeah, and I'm just like, you know what, <laughs> Mississippi, and he relates, and so that. So I get it though. I mean, so if people don't really get Cal, I understand, but I feel like this will be the one album that I feel could bring more people in. And I feel like the diehard fans, I think like, okay, not to get on no corny shit. <laughs> I feel like we're kind of martyrs. So this album is our reward. And anyone else who may not be into it though, this may be the album that can kind of bring them into it. Though, because it is a very acquired taste. Because one thing I love about Kai and Rock, and I, I think like Rock kind of kind of like, um, Rock kind of, I think around the time he did like um, Rosebud's Revenge, he kind of hit like a level where Rock, I think, kind of just decided to like, he could have gone left, cleaned up his shit and gone mainstream, but Rock decided to go the opposite direction. This is me on some, nah, but make my shit more insular. And I feel like Kyle was just always there and shit, though, know what I mean? Mm -hmm. And but I feel like, like Kyle just always doing, because this album, I feel like it could get him like a lot more attention, but nothing was compromised at all. It's almost like this still fits in. But I think like you described it per per perfectly though, because this is his cleanest sound and joint. Like the sounds yeah. are very clean, the mixing, everything compared to mm -hmm. everything else that shit, like I'm saying. So like it definitely does have that potential just to really cast the most amount of PP people. But then at the same time, most people they try and like take it low to catch more people. But I think that cat he kind of takes it high because he yeah. doesn't give a fuck. I think right. like that will catch more yeah. people with I may be wrong because I don't know, but yeah, that's how I feel. I mean, I mean I, K Diggy, I would say this is probably my final thought, resting thought on it. 
is we'll switch to you know recommendation corner after everybody gives a final thought. I would say my final thought probably is um, being in the cult of Ka is strange, right? Because when you're you know West Side Gun will tell you he'll he'll get on Instagram and say there was no hip hop before me, there were no cars before me. I'm the man. Right? <laughs> like hats? I invented hats. You know? He, 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 he's like out front with it, right? He want like, and this isn't especially, he's not like, you know, everybody, hip hop is built around like, give me my credit. I'm the man, you know? Um, yeah. And being in the cult of cop means you can never do that. Right? Yeah. Like, what? I never does that. So we can't do that. The people who love Ka can't rub it in people's face that Ka's the best because that's not something Ka would want us to do. We sit quiet and we work on our own shit, right? That's kind of being in the cult of Ka. So to Tokyo's <laughs> point, like this is our reward. This is him looking at us and going, we're fucking doing it. We're doing something special. Like don't Ooh. forget it, right? Uh, yeah. So your your thought, KD, your final thoughts on this? Yeah, I mean, the, the one sentiment that I keep going back to is like, when you see how hard and how diligent Kobe Bryant was, it's kind of hard to appreciate a J.R. Smith. And no, no shots at them, but when you see, you know, when you see the diligence that Ka has shown over the years, and how, you know, how much he cares about the craft and the technique uh, and the, the, you know, the art of rapping. It, it's kind of hard to judge him on the same way that you, I could like a, a popular rapper. Right. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because this is, yeah. this is the man who cares about his craft. Right. Uh, and, and is working every day at improving and is not, is not settling or resting yeah. on, you know, his, his natural talent or an image you're not yeah. gonna make like a, a trippy red car playlist <laughs> one for one no no that'd be uh, that'd be too jarring for me <laughs> i did my favorite playlist that i made by the way tokyo cigar was a one for one mob deep herman's hermits playlist. <laughs> It was awesome. It was great. Uh, What are your your parting thoughts on this uh, martyr's reward? Um, As you speak, just maximum, maximum level car. I felt like that's just what this represents and stuff. The maximum level level car, everything turned up to like 11. And then like everything, like everything that like you love about them just enhanced. Plus, like, we're more on top of it and stuff, though, too. So everything that just makes Kyle what, like, he is, just maximizes, maximizes this stuff, though. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Right. Literally, only complaints, like I like I had, was literally what I said before. I would have liked to have seen contributions from Animos and Rock. You know what I mean? Right. But even without that, even without that, it didn't take anything away. So maximum level of Kyle. And then, you know, my final thought, Kyle, thank you. That's it. Thank That's you. fair. Move <laughs> Moving to recommendation corner because it's been been a heck of a week for the Free Music Empire, but it's been a heck of a heck of a day in itself. Uh, 
Big Flowers has been cranking out stuff, been enjoying it. Uh, and so I had to get in my bag and write stuff. And there's, there's an album by Jeanette King called What We Lost uh, that I've been listening to for like a month and a half without writing about it. Just kind of <laughs> let, just soaking in it. And I was like, I'm going to do something with this, but I don't know what yet. I'm just going to keep listening. And I, I was like, you know what? I'm going to start writing about it. And by the time I did write about it, it was, it was really next level shit for, for me. It was really like, a, a, you know, it was the record felt personal, right? Because I had spent so much time with it and I had been so invested in it. And so I put it up and I tagged Jeanette King on there. And she was like, thank you so much. She was like, my heart's about to burst. And she had the crying emojis. And she was just very <laughs> emotional over, over like, you get it. And, and this is why I do it. And this kind of, and I kind of got emotional back, like, you know, because like, I can't do the even handed distanced reviews that are like, they seem like they came from a judge, you know, of like, <laughs> this <age. laughs> Like it, I guess that's Fantano, right? Like, I don't have anything against Fantano other than he doesn't seem to have a heart, right? He doesn't seem to, like, enjoy anything. He doesn't seem to like any of this shit, right? Like, and if you're, you know, if you don't have a heart, why would I listen to you? You know? So I, I put my heart in the shit that I review. And because of that, like, when it touches the artist, it's this reflective emotional experience. It's weird. So nice. Yeah, now Jeanette King. It's an unbelievable record. Um, I'm I'm gonna be bumping it the whole time. Uh, but my recommendation is uh, "Remiss" by Mouth Washington. Mouth Washington is the number one punk band in Portland, Maine. They are uh, the best we have. And they've been on the scene for a long time. Uh, they've gotten better production, cleaner production. I, the guy Max worked at the local record store, and I used to tell him, "I'm like, your live shit is so much better than your records." <laughs> uh, <laughs> records are catching up; like they really are capturing that energy, and it's awesome. So Remiss is great, and uh, check it out. It's on Bandcamp. There, so good deal. Whoa, whoa. Any recommendations, Tokyo Cigar, for the people? Ugh, shit. Um, what, like, does it have to be new shit or just anything like I just, just think is dope? Anything you're listening to, anything you want people to listen to, rock shit. I know, um, all right, well, um, in terms of just like, okay, this is going to be kind of left field, but sure. bear with me and shit, though. Now. I recommend this shit, though, because, you know, I'm a huge, huge, huge fucking Depeche Mode fan and shit, though. Now, I mean, oh, and like, yeah. Yo, I look, yo, Depeche Mode changed my life. You should know what I mean. But I, I recommend um, Violator. You should know what I mean. <laughs> like, Violator is like, it's like, it's like certain tracks are kind of danceable and stuff, though, but still very, the orchestration, the combination of electronic music with just like songwriting and everything, though, too. Plus, it has like, even though there will, there will never be a favorite, like a best song of all time. Right. If anyone asks me, like, what is the best song of all time? The thing that just always pops up into my head is the song Enjoy the Silence. And shit there, and I felt mm -hmm. like, to me, 
I'll think about it, but then I'll eventually say, nah, but then I'll always have that pause. You know what I mean? Just to be honest with you, just to consider it, you know what I mean? Because, like, the thing, like, it kind of hits me, like, Kai does in the sense, like, about how, like, your music just creates these feelings, these moods, these ambiances and stuff, though, right? Yep. And they actually just get just, like, a, a point across and stuff, though, too. Plus, that was the album that had um, Personal Jesus, which was covered by Johnny Cash. Right, classic, right, right. Man, all that shit, though, you know what I mean? So, but very, based on, like, a lot of ambiance and shit, though. Plus, it's a fucking... Album's like 30 years old, but it's still not. It's still bad. Hey, it's a great. That's so I mean, that's yeah. blah, 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 later. It's all it's all Good. in play. It's all in play. Mm -hmm. uh, yeah. I mean, K Diggy, if you don't have a recommendation. Oh, yeah, and um, and uh, pray for Haiti. Pray for Haiti. Pray for Haiti. Pray the Miami choice. Good. Pray for Haiti. Yeah. Hey Diggy, if you don't have a recommendation, just tell us your favorite golden girl and why. Oh shit! Uh, I I I don't know the name. Was it Blair? She was a sassy one, right? I think you're right. Yeah, I liked Blair. I liked her. Liked her attitude yeah. and outlook. Yeah. <laughs> That's a good deal. That's a good deal. Uh, yeah, shout out uh, Doing great work. Uh, yeah. Thank you, Megan the Stallion. Keep rocking.